We're learning the Gemara today on Dafyutesa Medalef. We begin from four lines from the top of the Yomud where it says Tanan. So, for today's Gemara, I'd like to use the pictures to help us understand the cases the Gemara speaks about. I'm sure many of you have been using pictures for the cases before in the Gemara. But uh, especially for today's Gemara, it'll be very helpful to use some pictures. I'm using the Izvahada Gemara, which has pictures that are numbered, and I'll be referring to them throughout the Shir. If you have the Gemara, it'll be helpful. So the case we're talking about over here is a Machlekes of Abaye Verova regarding a courtyard that's in between houses. You have three walls of houses surrounding this area. But the problem is you can't use the walls of the houses for walls of the sukkah because there's an overhang. There's a roof that comes out from all the houses and it's four amas wide or more. So in such a case, you don't say daifen akuma. So even if you'll place the schach on top of these roofs and you'll create your sukkah in the middle of the chotzer, but you can't use the walls because there's a separation from the walls to your kosher schach in the middle with this four amas of a wall. So is this a kosher sukkah or not? Seemingly it shouldn't be a kosher sukkah. So that's what Rav says, it's a pasal sukkah. Abaya comes and says there's a different halacha l'mayshim Sinai that's called pi tikra yayre desaisim. That these overhangs, the edge of it, pi tikra, so it has a certain thickness, we consider that thickness as if it extends downward to create an enclosure of a wall. And you have this on all three sides surrounding the sukkah, so therefore that creates the enclosure of the walls for the sukkah. And you have this over here in the picture, in picture kuf pei hey. So that's the case that I'm arguing about. And the Gemara now will bring a Mishnah, a question on Abayi's Shitta. Tanan, we learned before in the Mishnah, when you have this exact case, this Chotzer that's surrounded by this overhang. So what's the Allah? So the Mishnah before said, if the overhang is less than four Amis, so then you can say that the wall's curving. Sorry, uh, and therefore the schach that's in the middle is could connect to the walls of the houses that are on the side, and it's a kosher sukkah. But if the overhang is four amas or more, so then it's not. There's no daifun akuma. Allah doesn't apply here, and therefore it's not a good sukkah. That's what it said before in the Mishnah there. So the question Abaye is, why is that halacha? Why don't we apply here this halacha of the edge of this overhang, even if it's more than four amis, that it should be considered as if it extends downward, that encloses this area? So Gemara answers, Rava, which argued with Abaye. So he explained and said that according to Abaye, this is not a question, because the case of that Mishnah is Keshehishva Eskiruyoi. He made the overhang and the schach equal, meaning inside the sukkah, you don't have anything visible of the thickness of this overhang that should be able to extend downward. <coughs> Sorry, as you can see this in picture, Kuftza Dekei. So you have the kosher eschach, and you have the overhang, and there's nothing visible of any thickness of this overhang to extend downward. Look at the difference between that picture and picture kuf pehei, when you have some of the thickness of the overhang that's visible inside the sukkah, and that extends downward. But this Mishnah is speaking about when it's not visible, so there is nothing to extend downward, so therefore over there the Mishnah only discusses the option of daifan akuma, not nothing else. Now the Gemara brings that Pesura Masnila Shmaita by Lishna. In Surah they taught the Machlekes of Abayim and Rava, as we taught it before, that they're arguing about the Halacha of P. Tikra Yeri Desaisim. But Pompadisa, however, in Pompadisa Masni, they learned the Machlekes differently. They learned that everybody will agree that, that there's no Halacha of P. Tikra Yeri Desaisim. So they learned as follows. If you're placing Yishach on top of this overhang to create your sukkah in the middle of this courtyard, 
And what kind of uh, overhang are we talking about? You don't have enough beams for this overhang to create a wall for the sukkah in the in middle of the chotzer. How much, how much uh, beams would you need in order to be able to create this wall in the middle of the chotzer? If you have enough beams and there's less than three tefachim between them, so it's lovud. So then you have a wall, You're not, you don't have to rely on the walls of the houses anymore. You have these beams that are holding up the achsadra. So you have those beams on, both, on all three sides that create a wall for the area where you have the kosher ischach. So if you don't have them, so then everybody would agree that the sukkah is possible because we do not say the concept of P. Tikr Yered Visaisin that the thickness of this overhang should be extended downward. So this case of, of Patsimen, you have it over here in the picture, it's before in picture Kuf Pei Dalet. So you see that there's, uh, there's, uh, there's these beams over here for the overhang. So in a case where you don't have enough beams, so in such a case everybody would agree that the, that the sukkah is possible. However, when is the machloikis, yeshla patsimin, if you have beams for this overhang and there's less than three tvachim between them, so abayah makshayda, so abayah says, so then the sukkah is kosher, those are your walls of your sukkah. Rav Amar Psula, Rav says you cannot use these beams as the walls of your sukkah. So the Gemara explains, abayah makshayda, because I'm reading lovud, if I have enough beams coming around on all three sides and there's less than three tefachim between them, so that's lavud. So you have perfect walls for the sukkah. Rava Mapsula, Rava says it's possible, loy amrinon lavud. You don't say lavud in this case. So Rashi here explains, lavud is obviously not, there is no real physical mechitza here. We're relying on a halachal ha of lavud. So this halachal ha of lavud has a limitation. It's only used for at a space that you created those mechitzes for the purpose of that space. So then the Allah HaMashim applies that even if it's not fully enclosed, if the gap is less than three tefachim, there's lovud. But over here, these patsimen, these uh, beams were made for the chsadra, to hold up the chsadra, it was made for the outside. It wasn't made for this interior space over here where you're making your sukkah. In such a case, the Allah HaMashim does not apply. So the Gemara says, we paskin like the Lishna Kama, that was the version of the Machlaikis, and we paskin like Rava that says that we do not say Pitikra Yoyed Visaisam. Rava Ashkechei, Ravashi that is, Ashkechei Lerav Kahane. Ravashi saw and found Avkane, the Komisachech, Al Gabi Achsadre, Sheyelo Patsimin. He was making a sukkah near this achsadra, near, the, near this overhang, which did not have these beams there that they were holding up this achsadra. Yeah, so what kind of case are we talking about? So Rashi says, we're talking about Rav Kahana was making a sukkah of two, with just two walls. That's it. But you have to have a third wall for the sukkah, or at least a tefach of a third wall. What's going to be his third wall? So he made it near the wall of a house. But the problem is, he can't use the wall of the house because there was an achsadra, there was an overhang that was four amas or more sticking out of the house. So he can't, the wall of the house is too far. That's the case that we're talking about here. And you can see this in picture, Kuf Tzadik Vav or Kuf Tzadik Zayin. Okay, so now Ravashi asks Rav Kahane, Omalei Loisova Mar, does the master not hold of this? That Rav said, Yeshlo Patsimin Kishera, only if there are beams and enough beams that there's love with less than three Tfachim, then the Sukkah is kosher, you can use that, that as a wall. Ain't Lo but if you don't have these beams, then Pesula, then it's going to be Pasul. So in this case, how are you making a Sukkah just with two walls? and you can't use the third wall of the house, there are no beams here, so how is this a kosher sukkah? Ach vilei, Rav Kahane showed him. Nire mi bafnim, mi that uh, really there was a little bit of a third wall. 
there was a third wall which was a tefach on the inside of the sukkah. It wasn't visible. Standing on the outside, all you saw was two walls of the sukkah. But if you come inside, you saw that there was a third, tefah, a third wall of one tefach. That's uh, one, one option of what he showed him. Inami, or what he showed him was, Nirami bachotz vishavemi bafnim. He showed him that you do have a third wall, a tefach of a third wall, which is not sticking into the sukkah, but it's sticking outside the sukkah. And inside it's flush to the wall, you don't see it, but outside there is another tefach for a third wall. For that you actually have a picture right over here in the Gemara. You see two walls of the sukkah, and the third wall that sticks out, and then the achsadra. You see over here the two pictures they have in Kuf Tzadik Vav, the picture of where you could see the third tefach on the inside, but it's not visible on the outside. In picture Kuf Tzadik Zayin, there's a tefach of a third wall that sticks outside the sukkah, and it's not visible on the inside. So that's what he showed him. And the Gemara says that where do we see that this one tefach like this could be used, and even though it's not fully visible, Itmer, because we learned regarding the halacha of a mavi. So again, we had this a few times before. The mavi is an area that has three walls, and the fourth wall, the fourth side, is actually no wall, it's open. And Chachamu Wagaizer, that in order to be allowed to carry there, you have to have either a lechi, a side beam, or a kaira, or a cross beam. So it says, If you have a lechi that is only visible from the outside, and it's flush with the wall on the inside, you can't see it at all. So, I don't see, they don't have a picture for this over here, but uh, this is a very simple when you have a mavoi where the wall continues and it continues a little bit further outside of the mavoi. So outside you see that there's this something extra that's sticking out here. But when you stand inside the mavoi, you don't see anything. So the question is, such a side beam that's not visible on the inside of the mavoi, is it good or not? So the lachi is nidn mishum lachi. It could be used as a side beam, as a lachi, and, it's, and you could carry there. So the Gemara applies it to our case as well. The lachi hainu patzimin. And this lechi over here, in our case, this is the post, this is the patzimin, this is this beam that you have over here that could be used as a third wall of a sukkah. And therefore, Kana was telling Ravashi, I have this lechi, or this, this uh, tefach that's sticking outside the sukkah, and that's my third wall. That's Rashi's pshat in the Gemara. Teisvis, however, here asks on Rashi, how could this third wall be used as a wall for a sukkah? We're talking about a third wall of a tefach that's not sticking inside the sukkah. It's not across the other wall inside the sukkah. It goes outside the sukkah, as you see here in the picture. How is that a wall for a sukkah? You need three walls for this area inside the sukkah. So Teisvah says, maybe you're going to say, we had before in the Gemara a concept of migu. If it's being used as a wall for something else, for Shabbos, so then it could be used as a wall for sukkah as well. So maybe over here, since this is good for a lechi for Shabbos, so therefore it would be good for the sukkah as well. But Taisa says, Rav Kana was building his sukkah only for Shabbos. He wasn't building it for the entire sukkah. So how is this lechi going to be worth anything for this sukkah? So Taisa doesn't give any answer. The Rishayim speak about this. There's various answers given. The Rosh says that from here we see that we must say that this that the Gemara said before, that we paskin like Rave, that we do not apply pi tikra yaded v'saisim. You have the thickness of that roof and we don't consider it as if it extends downward. That's only a gzayda mit rabbanon. Min even Rava would say that you, that you do consider this as if it extends downward and therefore really, min you have a third wall there. Alamay mit because it's not visible, rabbanon wa you shouldn't use it. 
So since in this case, Be'emes, you have a third wall, it's only Akzeri Medrabanon, so in such a case, Rav Kahane says, just like by the Movi, which is only Medrabanon, so too over here we could rely on this third wall, this third Tefach, that's not even inside the Sukkah. It's sticking outside the Sukkah, it could be considered to be as that visible wall for the Sukkah, for the third wall. Pesel, Ayyitzim, and Asukeh. There's Kosher Eschach, which is called Pesel many times in the Gemara, from the Lashon of Pseilus Geirin V'yakev, the waste that comes from the Geirin V'yakev, which is the Kosher Eschach. So this Pesel, Kosher Eschach, sticks out from a Sukkah, Nibn Kesukkah, that has a Halacha like a Sukkah. Okay, so this is the Braise. The Gemara now is going to bring a few different Pshatim and what this Braise means. My Pesel, Ayyitzim, and Asukeh. What is this case? of this pestle, of this schach that's sticking out of the sukkah, that we're saying that it's a good sukkah. So the first pshat is, person puts the schach on the sukkah, and the size of the schach is not exactly just for a sukkah, it sticks out, outside of the wall of the sukkah. So you have schach that is sticking out of it there, so that area is also a kosher sukkah. But the Gemara asks on this, but you have to have three walls for a sukkah. If you have schach sticking out of a sukkah, you see you just have one wall of the sukkah, outside of the sukkah there. But how could this be a kosher sukkah without three walls? So the Gemara answers, the case of here in this Brahe says you have three walls for a sukkah. And in other words, this person didn't build the wall of his sukkah at, at, you know, at the end in a way where you're not going to have another two walls sticking out. No, he put the wall of his sukkah closer to the middle of his sukkah. And the two walls are sticking out to create three walls for a sukkah outside. Take a look and picture Kuftzadik Ches. So you see over here, you have the sukkah. And then outside the sukkah, there's schach sticking out and also two walls on both ends sticking out to create an area of three walls. But the Gemara asks on this, but it's still not good because it still requires the minimum space necessary to have a kosher sukkah, which is seven tfachim. Do you have an area of seven tfachim for the sukkah? So the Gemara says, yes, the walls that are sticking out on both ends together with the schach is an area of seven tfachim, so it's a kosher sukkah. You have to have enough schach that there's more shade than sunlight. So do you have enough shade for this schach that's sticking out of this area? So the answer is yes, you have that as well. So you have everything you need for a sukkah. You have three walls, you have the schach, you have the minimum area for a sukkah. It's all good. So if that's the case, so then So then what is the chiddush over here at all for this? This is pashit. My, so what's, so it's, a, it's a regular sukkah basically. I mean, this is more or less a sukkah which is divided into two. You have a wall in the middle and you have on one side a kosher sukkah and you have on the other side a kosher sukkah. So what's the chiddish? So the Gemara answers, no, that's, that's, uh, the chiddish over here is as follows. Mao de teme, I would think to say, The wall was actually built for the inside, for the sukkah that's created on the inside. The leftovers of that sticking out, the two walls that are sticking out, and the schach that are sticking out, that's not what the wall was put up for. That wasn't the purpose of it. So so I would say in such a case, maybe we cannot use the walls for the sukkah unless it was made for that purpose. The walls have to be made in order to consider to be a, a wall for this area, has to have been made for that area. If it's made for another sukkah and it happens to be sticking out and you have the minimum space of a sukkah, it won't be good. That was the Chiddush here, that if you happen to have this wall sticking out, it's going to be a kosher sukkah. That's the Chiddush here. 
This is Rashi's pshat. Rashi says the chiddush is regarding the walls that weren't made for this area. Taisa says that's not the chiddush that we already could understand from a case before that we had in the Mishnah regarding the sukkah that's in the middle of a courtyard and you using the walls of the houses for this area. The walls of the houses were not made for this area. So Taisa says the chiddush is regarding the schach, which is that the schach that's sticking out of the sukkah were not placed there to create shade in this area. It was placed for the sukkah. So therefore, I would think that the schach sticking out cannot be used. That's the chiddush that you can use the schach. That's the first pshat in Pesel HaYetzim in Asuk. Rabbi and Rav Yosef, Amri Tavayu, Rabbi and Rav Yosef both say, Hocho bekonim hayoitzim lifnim min Over here, what we're talking about is, you have the konim, you have kosher schach that come out from the sukkah, So there's the schach of the sukkah that extends further out of the sukkah, and there is one wall that extends with them also. So imagine a, a, a sukkah of three walls, and then you have one of the three walls that extends further than the wall that's across it. And the schach also extends further. You can see this over here in uh, picture Kuf Tzadik Tes. One shorter wall and one longer wall on the other side. Okay, so now what's the chiddush over here? So the Teme, I would think to say, Ha Lesba Hech this area where that one wall extends further with the kosher schach there, it doesn't have the it's not a kosher sukkah because it doesn't have three walls. It has one wall and the other, there's just two walls for this. But you don't have the third wall because the other wall doesn't extend further as well. So therefore, kamash malam, therefore the chiddush over here is, no, even that area that sticks out does have three walls because the Allah always by three walls is that you just need one tefa for that third wall. So even when the wall across it is not extending as long as this wall, I consider it to be a third wall. There's a tefach, there's a part of that third wall that could combine to this area to be a kosher part of the sukkah. Third pshat, the Gemara says, Rabbi Babachonom, Rabbi Yechenen, Loi Nitzrecha Ela, Lesukkah, the case of here is for a sukkah, Sheruba, Tzilasa, Merube, Mechamasa, most of the sukkah has the proper amount of schach, more shade and sunlight. Umiyuta, but in some of it, Chamasa, Merube, Mitzilasa. In the minority, there's a small part of the sukkah that's less than the other part where it's Tzilas, Merube, Mechamasa. So over here, there's more sunlight and shade. Somehow, the time, I would think to say, that the sukkah should be possible because of this area that's Chamasa, Merube, Mitzilasa. So therefore, Kamash Malan, that's why he comes and tells me that no, the sukkah will still be kosher. So most Rishayim learn that the Gemara is discussing that actual area where the shade is more, where the sun is more than the shade. That I would think that that area is possible. It's Kamash Malan that that area is also kosher part of the sukkah. Other Rishayim say that it's referring to the entire sukkah. There would be a svara to say that because you have one area in the sukkah that's Hamasa Merubim Mitzilasa, even though the rest of the sukkah is Tzilasa Merubim Hamasa, the entire sukkah should be possible. Kamash Malan that it's kosher. So now, according to this pshat, what does it mean when we say that there's kosher schach going out of the sukkah? So the Gemara says, What this means is you have the schach, and then you have yaitze, you have an area that doesn't physically go out of anywhere, but you have an area where it goes out of the proper requirement for kosher schach. That's what it means. So the yaitze is in the halacha that it goes out of the requirement of having tzilasa, merubim, mechamasa. A fourth pshat, Rabbi Shiyama Rabbi Shiyah says, Leinitzracha elo leschach posel pachis mishloisha besukkah ketana. This is a halacha regarding a small sukkah, in other words, a sukkah that's the minimum size of seven tfachim, and you have posel eschach that is less than three tfachim in this sukkah. 
According to this pshat as well, what does the term yaitze mean? Yaitze doesn't mean physically that anything is sticking out, but yaitze mitayra sukkah. Yaitze means you have an area where it's, it's schach that cannot be used for a sukkah. It, it's, it's out of the requirement of a sukkah, and that's the schach that you have there, less than three tfachim in that area. So because it's less than three tfachim, it's going to be kosher for the sukkah. That's the pshat there. The Gemara asks him this, what's the Chiddush? This area, which is less than three Tvachim of Pasal Ischach, shouldn't be worse than if you have that area that would be open air space. And if you have air space, even in a sukkah, the minimum size, less than three Tvachim, isn't it as if it's closed, lovud, and therefore it's as if you have it completely covered and it's going to be kosher? So if you have Pasal Ischach, Pasal Ischach is actually more lenient than Avir. Pasal Ischach is only possible when you have four Tvachim, as we learned before. Avir is three Tvachim. So if you say love it regarding this open area of uh, space, Avir, for sure you should say it regarding Pasal Ischach. So what's the Chiddush over here of what he was saying? So the Gemara says, there's a difference. There is a Chiddush here. Chiddush is, Amalei Rav Abba. Amalei Rav Abba, uh, Rav Abba said, when it comes to the avir, so over there it combines to the kosher ischach, and, or rather, again, over here regarding this pasal ischach, we combine this area, it's less than three tfachim, to the kosher ischach of the sukkah, so much so that you could even sleep under it. You can use that area as a kosher sukkah. But when you have open air space and you're combining it to the sukkah, it's going to be a kosher sukkah because it's lavar as if it's closed, but not that you can sleep under it. And therefore, there is a bigger chiddush over here regarding this pasal ischach that's less than three tfachim that we're combining it and you're able to sleep there, you're able to use that area. That's uh, the girsa according to Rashi. Taisu says actually the reverse. Taisu says that when it comes to the avir over there, you can you can uh, use it under it. You can uh, the schach, it closes it and it becomes kosher schach to use it under it. And over here by the pasul schach, it's under it is uh, going to be combined to the sukkah, but it's not kosher that you can sleep under it. Okay, let's go with Rashi's gear. So let's continue. But the Gemara asks on this: Is there such a concept? To me, ikemidi the itstarufim itstaref that you can combine it to become kosher schach. And even though it itself is not kosher for itself, so you have over here an area which is not kosher ischach, but it's less than three tfachim, and I'm combining it to the kosher sukkah to, to finish off the amount that you need for the schach here, and, and it's, you can even sleep under it. So Rabbi Yitzchak Yashiv says, In, yes, there is such a concept. Where do you find this? By a mikveh. If you have cement, that's very liquidy, that you can pour it from one vessel to another. So what's the halacha there? Yechiach, that will prove us. For the minimum amount of water needed for a mikveh, 40 saw, you could combine this liquidy uh, cement for that amount. So it combines to water. But on the other hand, if your table in this actual titanotic, in this cement, in this liquidy cement, lay also lay tefillah. It's, it's, it itself is possible for a mikveh and therefore you can't be tevil in it. And as Taisa says, that's even if you have this titanotic in a kosher mikveh and you're going to tevil in that titanotic, it's still not going to be good. But to combine it to the actual shear, you could use it to make the full shear of 40 saw. Same thing over here, 
Enchanami, this puzzle is chach, is puzzle for itself, but if you have just less than three tvachim and you want to combine it to the area of kosher is chach, it's going to be kosher, and according to Rashi, even kosher to be able to sleep under it. A person that makes a sukkah like a hut, which is not made as a regular structure with walls and a roof above it. There is no vertical wall and then a, a roof of a tefach above it. It's made like in the shape of a, a beehive that's sort of round and the roof is rounded out. Or he takes the schach and he leans it against the wall. So you don't have, again, you don't have a wall and a tefach of a roof. You just have the schach that's leaned against the wall. Rabbi Eliezer says that this is possible because it has no roof. In order for a sukkah to be a kosher sukkah, it has to have a tefach of a roof to create an oil. That's the minimum size to create an oil, a roof of an oil. And for a sukkah as well, it has to be an area that's, that's an oil that you live in. That's what a sukkah is made for. So therefore, this is another halacha by a sukkah that has to have at least a roof of a tefach to be an oil to be kosher. Chachamim machshirin. Chama, however, say it's kosher, as the Gemara will explain. Tana, we learned in Abraise. Maide Rabliyazer, Rabliyazer will be maide to the Chachamim. Shemik biyom in akarka tefach. If this is going on both cases, as Rashi says, if he makes a uh, horizontal wall at the bottom, one tefach high, and whether it's in the case of this tzrif that doesn't have a proper wall and roof, or to the case of the schach that he leaned against the wall and it doesn't have a proper uh, roof, but you created a wall at the bottom, horizontal, a nice wall of tefach, one tefach. So then it's going to be good. You have that wall and then it continues further. So you have a wall of uh, horizontal and then after that it's considered to be the roof of a tefach. tefach. Or, this is regarding the case where he leaned the schach against the wall. He didn't lean it, lean it directly against the wall. He did create a roof of one tefach. So then it will be made the shikshayda that it's kosher. Because you have a tefach here. The main point is just to have one tefach that creates the minimum size for an oil. Ah, the Gemara says, What's the reason for the Rabbanon that they say that even if it's directly leaning on the, roof, on the, on the wall or in a case where you have no tefach at all, it's still going to be kosher? Because she pu'e oyalim ka'oyalim domo. The Rabbanon also agree that you have to have an oil. A sukkah has to be like an oil to be a kosher sukkah. But they hold that even an oil where it has a slanted roof, it's also considered a good oil. You don't have to have the roof to be straight on the top and a vertical wall and a straight roof on the top. That's, it's, even without that, slanted is also considered to be a good oil. Abaye ashkechel Rav Yosef de kogoni bekilas chasonim besukkah. Abaye founder of Yosef, he was sleeping inside this uh, bed, which is a canopy made for, for a chosn, inside of a sukkah. So it's sort of an oil for itself. We had this case in the Gemara before. It's an oil for itself inside a sukkah. So he's not inside the sukkah. He's inside this canopy. So, is, is he, so how could he sleep in this in the sukkah? So Abaye says to Rav Yosef, Keman, according to whom are you doing this? Is this according to Rabbi Yezer? What does Rabbi Yezer say? That if you have a canopy, or when you're speaking about the sukkah, that doesn't have a tefach on the top, it's not an oil for itself. So you're sleeping inside this, this, this kilas chasanim because it doesn't have a tefach on the top, so it's not an oil for itself, so you're inside the sukkah. So you're going according to Rabbi Yezer? Shafkis Rabbanon, Va'avdis Kerabli Yezer, are you leaving the Rabbanon's opinion and you only follow Rabbi Yezer's opinion? 
Amalei said of Yosef answered, Braisip Chetani. I learned in a Braise where it says the opposite. Rabliyeze Machshe. Rabliyeze is the one that says that this wall, that this the sukkah that was put up against the wall, or this uh, sukkah that doesn't have a tefach on the top, this tzrif. Rabliyeze is the one that said that it's kosher. Chachamim Paislim. Chachamim are the ones that say that it's possible. So Adarabe, it's the Chachamim that say this is not considered to be an oil for itself. That's why it could be inside this kilos chasanim, inside the sukkah. I'm still in the sukkah. So Abai asks him further, Shafkis Masnis involved this Kibraisa? Are you leaving the version we have in our Mishnah and you're following the version of a Braisa? We always know you have to follow the Mishnah. That's what Rabbeinu HaKadosh put in as the main, uh, main, the main version. Amalei, so he said to him, no, over here, Masnisen Yechidahi. Our Mishnah is following the opinion of one single Tana. Because the Tanya will not in a Braisa, these cases over here where he made it like a hut without a roof on the top where he put it against the wall. Reb 